Thank you for tuning back into the Albert Show. Myself, JJ, Seven the Poet, and Tammy Roman still in the studio. And we have our special friend, Nikki Woods, on the line. Nikki, how you doing? Nikki? Yes. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great, and I'm about to motivate some people today. You've heard that hitting rock bottom is what it often takes to climb back up, but my guest today found a way to soar. I am out front with Katrina Walker, who in her book, Unbreakable, tells the story of how she not only survived, uh, four marriages, homelessness, and domestic violence, but she thrived and now is a self-made millionaire. Welcome to the show, Katrina. Thank you for having me, Nikki. No, I am, I am so inspired by you, and I really want to just start with, because you've been through so much, and, and as I said, your, your book really details a lot of the adversity, but what do you think has been the biggest challenge that you've had to, to face in your life? So many struggles and so many challenges, but the biggest one was actually becoming homeless with four children was my biggest adversity. So take us back to the very beginning. I mean, kind of what what triggered um, maybe the series of events that left you homeless um, with your children and, and, you know, with these marriages and you even, you know, survived a domestic violence situation. What was, can you, can you pinpoint like the, the, the situation that kind of pushed it over the edge? Well, the teenage bride marrying young, going right into having a family, because that's something that I always wanted. You know, I grew up seeing the leader to be the family, the mama, the daddy, and the children. And just having a husband that was just uh, an infidelity, just no money, and if it was money or one piece of chicken, he was eating it up from the children. And just if there was a nickel in the house, you know, he would take that and constantly bar. It just kept me down and, and just abusing me mentally and physically, you know, and 20 years of staying there, you know, because of my children wanting them to be, you know, with their father and, and, and the advice that I was given back then from even older women, stay, don't leave your good man, you know, stay. You can't make it on with, you know, with your children all by yourself out there. So just the advice and just trying to make it and trying to provide and make sure and figuring it out over and over again, just a better life for my children. They were my world. Now, October was um, National Domestic Violence Awareness Month. What was, what was the, the thing that finally got you out of that situation um, and on your own with your children? Well, again, being homeless, when my little children, and we were at people home, and, and I know that they were wondering who are we going to leave, and we didn't have anywhere to go, and sleeping on people's floors, and, and just getting to the point of, if you've ever heard old people say they're sick and tired, or just saying enough is enough, and just knowing that you got to figure something out and getting rid of that baggage, you know, just getting out of that horrible marriage of 20 years. And so I know your family, you talk about your family a lot, and I know your children and you even have grandchildren have been, like, a great source of inspiration. But in that, like, really dark time, who did you look to or what did you turn to in order to give you that strength to keep pushing through? Well, I am a spiritual woman, you know, and um, my belief is the good Lord. I was raised in church, so I always prayed, but I also knew that I had to always get up off my butt. And ever since the age of eight, you know, I was forming businesses, and I've always known how to make money. So, you know, I came up with an idea, a concept of starting a business, and that was from working at Federal Express. It was a young company, 10 years old, listening to the owner, Fred Smith, 
talking about his airplanes being purple and, and orange and taking that same concept and opening up the first ever 24-hour daycare center. So I've always thought outside of the box. And I think it's interesting because I think the, one of the biggest messages and the takeaways that I got from your book, because I think we all have challenges. Um, I think you had a lot more than mo- most of us, um, but I think we all have challenges and we all have that moment um, where we need an extra uh, something in order to, to push through and, and continue, not just to survive, as, as you said, but to also thrive. And so what would you say to women who are in a challenging situation now and not really knowing where they're going to turn next for help? What, what advice would you give them? I would tell them to, you know, be like me, never, never give up. My mother, she, she's not living now. And one way she described me with her little scraggly old-looking hand, she would hold them down and come back up with them. And she says, Trina, I have never seen nobody go down and come up. So I would tell women to never give up. Just, just keep on keeping on. Keep on pushing like, you know, Curtis Mayfield sang about, you know. And it will get better. You know, you go down and you're going to come up, but never give up. I think the thing I love most about you is that a lot of us, you know, we want to help and we want to give back, but it seems like every um, business that you have started, and and you are now a self-made millionaire, and like you said, you started with the daycare, um, and the theory behind that was to help women like you who had children and nowhere to turn. Mm -hmm. Um, What has that done for your life, just that spirit of giving back? How has that changed your life and your business? Because, you know, one thing that I will never forget where I came from, I hear people say it, but it's me. When I see young women, you know, I call myself, I'm I'm like everybody's mama, you know. And uh, I had to take it back to where I came from because they're only a reflection of me. You know, when I look in the mirror of these young women and I see them with their head down and they're, they're going through so much single mom trying to raise their children, I have to be there for them. You know, I have to help them. I have to teach them. I have to show them, you know, because they are me. Well, now I have to ask this because five marriages is is quite a bit. Tell me about um, the relationship and why now, because you're currently married, why now this has been the relationship that has worked for you? A lot of times, you know, and and, and a lot of things I kind of fault myself, you know, because when I was married 20 years and I married again, and I believe in love and I believe in marriage and I believe everyone is different, but I believe in also now I know better that you give yourself enough time. You know, people would walk into my life. The next husband, I vowed that I wouldn't stay in a horrible place and he stole my money, you know, but he came in as a nice, wonderful person. So you don't always know how a person is. And, and I was so easy to trust. So I had to get to a place in my life to allow myself enough time to really know if these people are honest, if they're real. Just take my time and get to know Katrina Walker. I think that's a, I think that's, that's a great point because I think so many of us, we end a relationship and we're so quick. I think we're not used to being by ourselves or we're not comfortable right. with being by ourselves. So we're so quick to, to start a new relationship right. if you're not fully healed. Um, yes. I'm just interested. What do you tell your daughters about life? I tell my daughters, you know, I, and again, I, I do believe in love, and I do believe in marriage, you know, and those two doves, you know, if you meet your soulmate, that's a beautiful thing, and we don't always know, but what I tell my daughters is, you know, I want them to be the best women, the best wives. I want them to be independent women. I want them to know that their brain is just as big as a fellow's brain, you know, and not get caught up, you know, and, you know, I heard a guy call a woman a boot girl. 
you know, or pocketbook girl, you know. I want them to know how to buy their own things, and I want them to, to love it. They meet that right fellow, you know. I wish them nothing but the best. I want them to be happy in life right. and successful. I want them to be happy. So before I let you go, I want to talk a little bit about the Katrina Walker Foundation because I know that you started that because some of these causes are really dear to your heart. Tell me um, what the mission of the foundation is. I want to give people a second chance, you know, at life because there's so many people that are walking around. And I had a nephew. I'm going to put it like this. I had a nephew that I was very, very close to. And um, he ended up dying. He never could beat the addiction of crack cocaine. And he weighed heavy on my heart. So, you know, I just want to help people to get a second chance at life because there's so many people that's out here and they, they're confused and, and, and everybody's turned their back and, 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 and people are closing their doors and even churches sometimes, you know, mm. and I want to help them, you know, sit them down and let them know because a lot of them are mentally challenged and they just need some help. They're good people. Everybody's not bad. They're good people and that's what I want to do. Well, that's awesome, and I just really appreciate um, you and how you show up in the world, and I think that you have um, really made a difference, and your book, I think, will help some women really, you know, find the strength to push through in, in situations that uh, seem overwhelming. So, uh, Al, you can learn more about Katrina, her story, and her book, Unbreakable, um, on her website, MissKatrinaWalker.com. Well, thank you, Nikki. It's always a pleasure. That definitely did is did inspire me. It's definitely going to inspire some of my listeners. So we appreciate you. Till next time, um, you're listening to the Al Rooker Show. We're going to take a quick break. Be right back for Ass of the Week. <laughs> 